Detroit Autobots, this is Tim Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk entertainment. We are rolling the New York Giants over the Baltimore Ravens, 24-20. Giants are now jumping up to 5-1. and one. Uh, You know what? It, this is probably the weirdest season that I've ever seen in since watching the Giants in 76. This is just one weird season. And you know what? Sometimes in the annicles of the NFL, you run into these seasons. You run into these teams where where you think that you look at game statistic. Excuse me. Statistically, there is no way in hell this team should be winning or there's no way in hell this team should have won. You really do. And this happens maybe once every 20 years. You find a team. I'm not calling the Giants a team of destiny just yet, but you find a team that just has that magic, just has that spark, just has that that ability to to make, you know, to take the great moments. And we've talked about moments. Great moments are born from great opportunity. And the great opportunity was Kayvon Thibodeau doing what he does, looping around that corner, causing the turnover from Lamar Jackson at the end of the game, and Leonard Williams falling on the football. Um, you know, it, it's the, the defense looked like it was going to be the Achilles heel today because of the fact that everything that I worried about previously for the last four weeks, or I should say the last five weeks with the Giants in reference to being able to maintain and control the edge. And, you know, I was always worried that we were going to run into a team that has a tight end or a plethora of tight ends who was going to burn the New York Giants in reference to, you know, in regards to the secondary. Um, the Ravens did that. The Ravens attacked the tight ends. They had, you had Kenyon Drake with 10 carries for 119. You had Mark, uh, Mark Andrews had seven catches for 106. But at the moment, and again, it was the moment at the time when the Giants need to step up and do something, they did. And honestly, also, like I said, luck is always involved. Luck is always involved because you had the bad Daniel Jones interception in the end zone in the last play. Thank God it was a, uh, uh, it was, uh, we're going to say it was pass interference. We're, we're going to go with that. That's fine. Um, but you know what? It, it, it was, it was a moment in time. It was a moment in history. It was a moment, like I said, I mean, going even back to the missed field goal early in the first quarter that, uh, that missed field goal, of course, by the Ravens, which kind of, which kind of, you know, you kind of felt that was a weird game. Um, after that field goal, because the Giants' offense was basically doing nothing, um, you and, I, and I'm and I'm not picking on Daniel Jones, so so everyone just be quiet about it. But the Giants' offensive coordinator has such a um, the last. If, if you take a look at the play calling at the end of the half, you have a minute and change left with three timeouts. You run a run with Sa- Saquon Barkley, and then you do a quarterback draw. That is some of the most. Um, I will say Jason Garrett-esque play calling that we have seen. But you know what? You overcome these things. You, you, you work through these things. You find a way to get the talent out of Daniel Jones. And you know, like I said, Daniel Jones is never going to be truly the guy. People are going to say, well, he threw for two touchdowns. Yeah, he also threw 19 for 27 for 173. He's never going to be that guy that's going to put up the big stats. He's never going to be the guy that's going to be the leader of the team that's going to drive. He has one good drive a game. I mean, excuse me, one good drive a game, truly. And he's had that every single game. But you know what? That has to be a meaningful drive because if we do not have that meaningful drive, we don't win these games. So you have to give Daniel Jones credit for having that one drive a game, and you have to give Kafka credit for his play calling. But the issue is we can't keep going to the Wildcat well. Because the Wildcat's just not working right now, you know, because unless you start throwing out of the Wildcat, you're just not going to you're just not going to get anything out of it anymore because the league knows what's going on. You also have to give a big shout out today to the lost wide receiver. 
the 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 the, the little we, we like to call him the Smurf, the littlest wide receiver in Wildell Robinson. He had a he had a couple he had a couple nice catches today, and it, it's um you know like I said he had a couple nice catches today. He had the nice touchdown. Um, which, like I said, he 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 is an interesting he is an interesting offensive weapon. He again, he still just has to learn how to protect himself on the field because he does take some hits in reference to after making the play that kind of makes you cringe a little bit. Uh, and we've talked about it before that he has, he is going to have to learn how to protect himself on the field so he can stay on the field. So he had three catches for 37 yards, uh, one touchdown, longest one for 17. It was targeted four times. You also had the Daniel Bellinger sighting. Daniel Bellinger is going to be that that weird quasi tight end with five catches for 38. He's he's never he doesn't look like he's ever going to get down the field. He he reminds me of old uh, he reminds me of Ballard uh, or even or even Kevin Boss to some extent. So he's never going to be the guy that's going to give you that big opportunity, that big push down the field, but he's going to give you those yards that you need for the first downs. He is going to be able to block, and you're going to be able to use him more uh, within the system itself, and that's something special. You know, and you have to think about this. Like I said, this team is is if you look at it on paper, is not, and I'm not being director, but if you look at it on paper, is nothing special. And they even one of the announcers even said at the game that after these losses, the, the teams go back and look at themselves and say, you know, we are on paper, we are better than this team on paper. But you know what? The game isn't played on paper. The game is played on field. So you have to give a big shout out to the coaching staff because you know what? We've always talked about how coaching can lead you to something special. That's why I always hated Joe Judge. That's why I thought Joe Judge was going to be nothing because Joe Judge to me was just a guy with a big mouth and who never backed anything up. Brian Dable has shown that he trusts his staff in reference to Kafka. He trusts his staff in reference to Martindale. And right now, like I said, I, I have to give huge props to Kafka. I really do because you know what I was. I'll admit it. I've said it many times. I was concerned going into the season. Reference to his play calling, but when all you do is when you fade when you feed Saquon the rock, and then you limited Daniel Jones's opportunities to cause turnovers and allow him to play within himself, then think good things will happen for this team because you have an interesting defense. It's not a bend not break defense, but it's and it's not an attacking style defense. It's kind of in. It's quasi in the middle. You know, we are still going to have to figure out the linebacking situation. You had a good game for Xavier McKinney. You had nine tackles, five solo. Fabian Monroe, man. Fabian Monroe looks like a steal. He had eight tackles, all solo. And Adoree Jackson coming up, coming up big for the Giants' first interception of the season. That that was that was big within itself. We are going to have to figure out the run game because, like I said, our we, we for some reason, we just cannot control the edge. We cannot control off-tackle runs. We, we just cannot. And I don't know if it's a defensive issue in regards to our edges or if it's the linebacker issue. It's probably a little bit of both. And I think Landon Collins is going to help with that a little bit. But like I said, we we need to figure that out, and we need to figure that out quickly as the season progresses. People are going to say, well, Tim, you said they were only going to win five games. So you know what? I was wrong. I'm not like other people who don't admit when he was wrong. They won five games. And I think, and I think that's wonderful that they have won five games. I think that's fantastic. Uh, and I've said it a million times before. I'm glad to be wrong. I'm a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent ecstatic to be wrong. They've won five games, and you know what? If you look at how the 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 interesting thing is now, as and I've said this before, Dable and Kafka and Wink all say the same thing. We look at this one game at a time, one opponent at a time. And that's the way I hope they keep continuing to look at this season. 
Because if you start looking at ourselves being 5-1 and one and making the playoffs and looking that far ahead, that's when you run into trouble. But I have enough faith in this coaching staff to understand that they understand it's one game at a time, one moment at a time, one team at a time. Don't look at the record. Look at the team, the next team in front of you. And they always say that, and they always say the right things. And you know what? The team, especially the defense, has really bought into this entire system. And like I said, the defense was getting shredded. They truly were. But they came back, they stepped up, they stood up. And at the end, they did what they needed to do when it counted. Because if you look at this total, if you look at the total, they, the total yards to, for totally, this is what you got to look at, the total offensive play yards, total yards, 406, 406 for Baltimore, 238 for the Giants. Okay, that's 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 something you look at and you, you have to shake your head. Somehow the Giants then turned over and controlled the time of possession, and that's what they're going to have to do with Saquon Barkley. We are going to have to worry about his shoulder, but it was 31 minutes to 28, and a lot of that will also be at towards the end of the game. But somehow they flipped the script from the first half the Giants did in reference to holding on to the time of possession. That's something that we have to look at. Now, one of the things, like I said, we are going to have to look at at offense is the fact that we're only averaging 3.8 yards in offensive play this week compared to Baltimore 7. So it's 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 just a weird dichotomy right now about how this team is winning games. But you know what? Does it really matter? Because you're winning. You're winning. You're 5-1. It does, when, when you are 5-1, things do not matter. What matters is the opponent, opponent next week. You got to be happy about this. You got to be joyful about it. You got to be excited. And again, this is Tim with the Online Big Blue, we'll bringing you the best of New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, and subscribe. If you're green, that button means that'd be awesome.